Hey, good morning, everyone. Michael Henderson here, Self-Transformation Mastery, New Grow Wellness. It is Friday, April 24th, 2020, and we are still on lockdown. Um, but yeah, today I want to talk about um, three, three ways that you can um, increase the effectiveness, the efficiency uh, of your workouts, therefore getting more prominent results, better results, and, um, you know, longer lasting results. Um, and those are engagement, intensity, and RPE, uh, how to give more to get more. So as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you find some information that you can use and apply to your own life and fitness and wellness. And, uh, yeah, let's get this ball rolling. Welcome to the New Grow Wellness and Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Michael Henderson. Let's have a conversation. So I tell you what, guys, ladies and gentlemen, all the viewers across America and the world beyond. Not really. I don't have that many listeners quite yet. That's okay, because we're going to continue to add value and share the wealth of knowledge that has been bestowed upon me. If I ever say we, I just mean the collective, um, not to be confused with multiple personalities or people at New Grow, because um, it is just I, Michael Henderson. So welcome. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in. And let's get right into it. This is going to be a short episode we're going to keep it 10 minutes or less meaning that we need to go now so yes um engagement intensity rpe how to give more to get more uh obviously this can apply to life itself business uh, relationships um but we're obviously speaking about uh fitness and wellness and uh yeah so let's get right into it uh and by definition uh engage right engagement, engage. Um, the definition that I came across that I find interesting is uh, participate or become involved in. Uh, furthermore, establish a meaningful contact or connection, right? So oftentimes um, you may notice either yourself or somebody else in the gym um working out, performing an exercise, maybe an exercise you don't, you don't know, or you're not aware of, or something that you have done yourself. And they're just flinging the weights around, wailing their body around, just kind of flopping around. Um, you're like, you're like cringing every, every rep because you're just like, man, that person's going to get injured. And right. So what that person has, um, or is dealing with is a lack of engagement. And again, if we think about the definition to participate or become involved in. So if we're speaking about the body, if you're doing a barbell bicep curl, the muscle group that you want to participate or become involved in that movement, that exercise is your biceps. Okay. It's a bicep curl. Uh, most often, a lot of people will use their shoulders. Their shoulders will uh, protrude forward um, or they'll use their low back and their whole body, right? 
and they'll do curls and curls and curls and curls for months and months and years and years. And they'll get a little stimulus, so therefore a little results. Um, but they're always just, you know, uh, second guessing, like, why, why aren't my biceps growing, right? And, you know, if it gets really bad, then they'll start saying it's genetics or their biceps just don't grow or whatever, right? Um, that may be more of a male thing, um, but it, it's really universal, right? Um, you know, ladies with your legs, your thighs, your butt, uh, men with your, your pecs or, you know, your, like I said, your arms, your belly, no matter what it is, it's, it's first and foremost a lack of engagement, right? And that's why your quote-unquote vanity muscles usually are better developed initially um, than your non-vanity muscles, which is your backside. They're called vanity muscles because you can see them when you're in the mirror, right? You come out the shower or you're getting dressed or whatever. You enter a mirror, you're going to see your chest, your shoulders, and your arms and your abs. Therefore, your focus goes to those muscle groups, right? Um, which is the first part of engagement truly is your mind, right? To be able to put your mind, to place your mind in that muscle, right? Uh, neurologically speaking, right? To connect to the muscle so deeply uh, that you can control it, thus have engagement, right? So you want to really focus, you know, if you're new to exercising or you may not know what exercise, what muscle groups, it should work. Um, you know, over 22 years ago, that's where I started, right? Like I would see the exercise and then I would go to the anatomy chart that my dad hang it, had hanging on the wall and it would say, you know, these are the exercises that work this muscle group and these are the exercises that work that muscle group. So I was able to visually see in my head, but also on paper and then through the movement, right? Um, I, I was able to see those three um, areas of awareness, which allows me to engage my muscles correctly. So if you, if you feel like you've been working hard on a body part and you're just not seeing the changes you want to look for, that's, that would be the first thing that I would try to uh, change or um, upgrade the efficiency. But it's just really connect your mind to the muscle. You've, we've all heard my muscle connection, which is just engagement. Again, to participate or become involved in what muscle group should be working, is it working, and then establish a meaningful contact or connection, right? Making sure that you're engaged in that target muscle throughout the whole range of motion, throughout the entire range of motion. If you're doing bicep curls, you're engaged in the biceps from the bottom of the curl, through the middle of the curl, all the way to the top of the curl, and then again for every repetition until you're done with that rep, that set. I should say. Um, next would be intensity. The measurable amount of a property such as force, brightness, or magnetic field. Extreme degree of strength, force, energy, or feeling. Strength power. Magnitude of quantity, force, or energy. Saturation sense. I, I, I love that. that there's That was... Um, kind of three different definitions piled together. So um, I'm known as being intense in a lot of things, right? Um, and I, I think in this world, we've kind of labeled intensity as bad, right? As a negative, when in all reality, it isn't. Um, controlled in intensity, engaged intensity. And that's why you need engagement, because you may have seen somebody in the gym with great intensity, but they're reckless, right? They're, again, flopping all over the place, don't look like they have a lot of control. You know, it might be a guy, you know, heavy weights on the bar or heavy dumbbells, and they're just using their whole body and gyrating and 
you know, the intensity is there, but they're lacking the engagement. And that's why you want to start with engagement first. Um, and I can go so much deeper into engagement, but I won't. Uh, we'll st- we're 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Uh, so intensity, um, once you have that engagement, then what, how intense is the engagement, right? Extreme degree of strength, force, or energy, or feeling, right? Do you feel the biceps as you're curling? Um, do you feel the strength? Do you feel the force? Do you feel the energy? And then a, a sense of saturation, right? Like that's that pump, the pump that you get in the bicep, right? Where it's just an increased amount of blood flow, right? Swollen. When you get punched in the face and you swell up, it's because blood flow is increasing to heal that area. It's the same thing when you work out, right? Um, and I truly believe I would I would star intensity. Um, I truly believe that, you know, right now in this quarantine, a lot of people are uncomfortable working out at home and they feel like it's just different than working out at their group class or their normal gym or with their trainer. And, you know, I would question these three steps, right? Are you fully engaged in your workout? Both in like, are you present? Are you focused? Are you aware? Um, Are you, where's your intensity, right? Like how intense is your effort? How intense is your contraction? How intense is your movement? How intense is the weight that you're using? How intense is the rest period or time under tension for the muscle, right? Magnitude of quantity, magnitude of quantity, force or energy, right? Uh, As weights get heavier, you have to get more intense, right? You have, you're literally battling the weight, force. Force is about moving, right? You need strength and you need energy to do those, right? Intensity is the magnitude of quantity of force and energy. So how hard are you pushing against that heavy weight, right? The heavy weight is an inanimate object. It's just going to stay there. 135 pounds will just stay there unless you create enough force with energy and strength to move that 135, right? So and in a, in a, to go back to engagement, if you're engaged with the correct muscles, to allow them to work and utilize and create, utilize their strength to create that energy, to create force, to move the weight. That's what intensity is. So I also challenge people at home that are going through this right now to work out at home or, you know, whether you have little weights or your body weight, what is your intensity level at? Are you just going through the exercises? You're not fully engaged. You're not feeling the muscle. Um, You know, I grew up studying Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, because my dad studied Arnold and um, really looked up to Arnold in the field of bodybuilding. And one thing that Arnold would do is just visualize, right? His mind muscle connection was so strong. You know, he talks about as he's doing bicep curls, he's visualizing his muscles becoming mountain peaks, right? As he's squatting, he's visualizing the, the quad sweep coming in or his pecs, right? And that's with anything in life, right? We, whether you're you know, a newlywed couple, maybe you visualized your wedding day, or maybe you visualized what your child's going to be like. Um, maybe you visualize success in business or what it would feel like to graduate college with a certain grade point average, right? Or the job you'd work or the house that you live in. Um, somewhere you've, you've experienced what visualization can do for you. But even that visualization is intense, right? Like intensity is the force that gets things to move, right? And as long as you have proper engagement, that intensity is not reckless, okay? Um, You know, like you talk about the mother who picks up a car, you know, that's adrenaline, which is intensity, right? Uh, That's super far intense, but you don't necessarily need that to be at home working out. But the intense engagement, the intense mind-muscle connection, the intense contractions are going to really serve your workout. 
uh, and thus serve better results and more prominent results and more lasting results, right? Um, so yeah, you have you have to turn up the intensity. You really, you really at the end of the day, you really have to push yourself, right? Uh, which brings me to the next point, which is RPE. Um, this is a great way to measure your level of intensity, right? RPE stands for rating of perceived exertion. So way back when, over 12 years ago, when I got certified, um, RPE was huge, right? Like you have a client run on a treadmill or do a form of cardio or whatever exercise. But back then it was just really focused on cardio. And then you pull out this sheet that's labeled one to 10, one being super, you know, very light and 10 being max effort. And you have them do a short bout of exercising. And as they're doing it, you pull out the sheet and put it in their face and, you know, because it's supposed to be a true reading, right? Oh, I feel like I'm a seven. Okay. Right. So that's, that's scaling. It's a way to scale your level of intensity, right? Uh, to the point where you might have some programming where it'll say your last set needs to be RPE of eight to nine or seven to nine or seven to eight or six to eight, right? That's telling you like how intense your set should be, right? What level of intensity, what, agree, what degree, right? Uh, what degree of strength, force, energy, or feeling are you at in your set? Okay. So I'll quickly read through one through 10. One is very light, pretty much like watching TV. Two to three is light, you know, light house cleaning, something like that. You can tolerate it for hours on end. You can, you're not burning a lot of energy. Four to six is moderate, somewhat comfortable, increasingly challenging, right? And I'm going to say a lot of people who exercise, especially at home, but I've also seen it in the gym, are probably really at a four to six. Moderate, somewhat comfortable, increasingly challenging. You know, they're sitting on the machine. You know, they look like they're lounging at home. They'll do a few sets. The sets get tough. They'll finish their set and sit there some more, right? Seven to eight, vigorous, borderline uncomfortable. Um, now, that's a good range to be in, you know, especially like if you've ever had to put like, how many calories did you burn? What are you ran or worked out with weights, you know, on your calorie count watch or your app or whatever. And it's like vigorous. And you're like, what is vigorous? Well, that's, this is what vigorous is. Seven to eight RPM. I definitely think this is a good level for most people. If you know, if you definitely want to tap into results and quality results and permanent results, you definitely want to be at around seven to eight. There are times that you might go down to six. Um, you know, again, if people, you know, if your programmer is putting you on a deload or a block or whatever, you know, or if you're coming back from injury, you might be at a six. Um, but seven to eight is definitely, I would say, like, say seven would be your low point, right? And, and it's, each person is to a different degree, right? Nine, very hard, difficult to maintain. Ten, max effort feels near impossible to maintain. So ten is going to be, you know, your one rep max on a lot of exercises, or, you know, 20 seconds, like Tabata is a 20 second reverse hit. That should be max effort. Those 20 seconds should be between the nine and 10. Max effort feels near impossible to maintain, but you could do it for 20 seconds, right? A full out sprint, um, you know, doing as many burpees as you can get in 20 seconds, right? Like that's a nine or a 10, very hard or max effort. Uh, but I would say in the gym or even at home, especially during this time, whether you're using bands, uh, a pull-up rack, dumbbells, or body weight. You want to you want to do your best to maintain a seven and nine, seven to eight for sure. Um, nine, you know, a nine RPE may be your last set if you are lifting weights, or you know, let's say you do four sets of dips, superset with push-ups. 
maybe that last set is like, man, I'm strike. Ooh, I only got eight of ten. You know, that's that's when you really measure the intensity in, in the form of RPE, which is good. You know, Muhammad Ali is famous for how many sit ups do you do? I don't count until it starts to hurt. Right. That was intensity. That was engagement. Right. Um, so RPE seven, eight, nine is going to be what pushes you uh, forward in your results and your strength and your performance and uh, your understanding. Right. It doesn't always have to be a nine. And I don't suggest that it's always a nine, but seven, and eight, occasional nine, occasional six and occasional ten totally fine so and that could be done with time under tension going slower on the way down on the way up pausing at the bottom or the top whatever extreme squeezing longer you know if you're doing a curl squeeze tighter at the top hold it longer at the bottom shorter rest periods supersets triple sets giant sets circuit sets um there's so many different techniques throwing cardio you know a plyometric or cardiovascular movement um you know same thing with abs so many people will do core and abs and Where's your engagement? What's your intensity? What's your RPE, right? So just remember those three keys, those three steps. Engagement, what's, what, what muscle group or what part of your body or what parts of your body are participating in performing that exercise? And is the established connection meaningful? Is it a good connection? Is it connected throughout the movement? Uh, and then next, intensity, what magnitude of quantity of force or energy, um, strength are you creating to uh, move, right? To create a force. And the RPE, what's what's your rating of that intensity? Is it, a, is it a four to six, moderate, somewhat comfortable, increasingly challenging, right? We know this the saying, like we have to grow to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Seven and eight, vigorous, borderline uncomfortable, nine, very hard, difficult to maintain. So hopefully those three tips, those three nuggets will help you um, increase the effectiveness and efficiency um, in your workouts at home um, and when gyms reopen and your gym with a class, with a trainer, you take this back to your trainer and and you work on these things, the engagement, intensity, RPE, they'll, they'll be very impressed. So, And you'll be impressed, right? Whether it's glutes, hamstrings, quad, engagement, put your mind in that target muscle. Be intense with it and, you know, rate your, rate your level of intensity. So thank you all for tuning in. 17 minutes, seven minutes over, but it's better than 48 minutes. So we're making progress. Hopefully you're at home making progress. Uh, Stay happy, stay healthy, tap into the greatness that's around you. This is the time to do so. Love yourself. Love you all. Peace out.